There is so much that divides them, so it's no surprise the meeting between Joe Biden and Xi Jinping generated immense global interest. For more, we are joined now by David Jang from China Insider. Great to see you. Obviously, we've been talking about the lead up to this. It's now happened. What do you think the main takeaways were from the Biden-Xi summit? Yeah, I think the the Biden administration wanted something really important, which is the military to military communications channel. And that, I think, serves two purposes, which is to, one, hold China accountable for any aggression in the South China Sea and perhaps even across the Taiwan Strait. And the second is to make sure that the both sides can have an open and, I guess, play by the rules set of uh, strategy, where, where before this, it was kind of like after the... Uh, sort of talks were taken from that there was no limit on what China could do uh, without telling the United States. Now, at least there's some level of restrictions. But I question if we really received much on the side of the United States other than empty promises. For example, the fentanyl situation. I know Xi Jinping had previously promised another U.S. president about fentanyl. But over the years since then, we haven't seen much concrete actions on that. Uh, I know China extracted some level of economic relief in terms of uh, lifting sanctions and so on. But I really think that we were just getting a honeymoon phase uh, for the year, basically, between the United States and China. So I'm looking forward to the next global event. Uh, like last year, there was the spy balloon incident uh, yeah. that could, again, shake up the bilateral. Talk to us about some of the implications of the summit then for U.S.-China relations. Is the fact that the summit happened at all the best we can really hope for? Because military to military communications is essentially just trying to avoid some sort of hotspot. I mean, the Soviet Union and the United States had a hotline for quite some time trying to avoid that as well. Is the fact that this summit actually occurred the best we can hope for? Yeah, I think this honestly was less about the two sides, uh, more about showing the world that we're not ready for a war with each other, the number one, number two power, superpower. And so I think this is more of a crowd pleaser in the sense that uh, we're just simply saying, oh, we still have more time to between us where we can sort of maintain the relationship before things spiral out of control. Uh, but there's really fundamentally not a lot of things that were solved from this meeting. So I think the expectations were lower uh, especially compared to previous years. And it, we really achieved not much if we just get down to the nitty gritty details. Will it help the economy then? Is that the whole purpose, do you think, to let investors know around the world that things are okay to not expect that there will be a flashpoint between the two superpowers, particularly for China? You and I have been talking in previous weeks about just how difficult things are for the Chinese economy. Will this help? I absolutely think it was the intended purpose from Xi to do that. Unfortunately, though, I don't know if the actual uh, effects will take place simply because now the Chinese economy is purely a political situation. It's no longer an economic question. And that alone can only be solved by Xi Jinping's domestic policies. And so I, I really don't know if there's much the United States can even help. Obviously, China relies on the U.S. for its economy. But at the end of the day, if Xi cannot change China, uh, I don't think there's much, there's outside factors can play into it. And also the global geopolitics and trade in the near future as well. We're seeing the relationship between countries like Australia caught in the middle between China and the United States as the Australian Prime Minister headed to Beijing trying to make those relations better. But then comes this story, I'm not sure if you've seen about a Chinese warship which has put out sonar pulses which could have injured a couple of Australian divers. So just a few weeks after what was seen as a thawing moment, 
there seems to be more tension between countries like Australia and China at a time where we're trying to fix relations. Is that also what could happen with the United States? Yeah, absolutely, Aaron. You really nailed that because right after the incident, we saw China escalating militarily again with a, with, with a country that is trying to repair the relationship. It just tells us that we really can't trust the current Chinese government to keep up with their promises beyond a few empty words. Uh, I, we really have to wait for concrete actions before we can say that, oh, they, they are keeping their promises. And, and this, this incident with the sonar really reflected that. And uh, I think that's, that's a very important question. All right, David Jang from China Insider in New York. Always appreciate your thoughts and your great work there at China Insider. Thank you.